Well, hello, and welcome to the Watch What Crappens podcast. I'm Ronnie. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, ben is still sick with the vid, uh, so I called one of my dear, dear friends. He's gorgeous. He's handsome. He has an excellent show, which I actually don't even like saying the title of the show because I feel like it's so rude. I don't say so bad it's good. I say so good it's great. That, you know what? Ryan I sometimes... Bailey. I think I was like, sometimes I, I think about that too, even when I ask like guests to come on or serious guests, cause I'm like, come on, these so bad. It's good. Like pot. Like, so you're saying my work is bad that it gets to be good. <laughs> it, uh, it's really hey, so, you're so good. It's great. I like on that. a show called Crappens. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, never. Sorry. You're good. You win. I get it. Uh, Ryan. So good to have you here. You know, I love you. I'm so, oh, no, I love you. you. Just... And by the way, Ben, I'm so sorry that he's sick, but what a victory for me. I mean, really, truly, what a, you know, Ben's weakness uh, about getting sick has made me the true winner of this. I felt like I was on the a Make-A-Wish Foundation this morning when I woke up from a text from oh. Ronnie Karam, and I thought, that oh, I was like, right. is this some kind of 80s teen comedy where they say, like, come host, and then you guys abuse me like Carrie with, like, just blood over my... <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you, Ryan. You're so dumb. No, we only abuse the people on the Bravo. I love you. I think you do such a great job, and it's so great seeing you just killing it. Like, you just kill it more and more. It's like right when you think you can't get more <laughs> uh, so bad it's good, it just gets so it just, bad it's better. It's like a virus. It really, like, people are like, oh, really? More? Okay, more. It really and is. I'm like, there's, you, you are there's the nothing monkey. else. You are the monkey pox of podcasters. You basically no, I, that's, thank you so much. There And there's no cure for this. I mean, at this point, it's just, I'm going to, I'm going to have to pass away for this to stop because it just keeps being more, because there's nothing else I want to do with my life now. Like, I'm, I'm firmly in this where I have no other options. You know, like this is it. Oh, like yeah. there's no, yeah. I'm not going to go like work a desk job at this point. Like I'm, I've really made my bet. This is, I blame it. you guys, I by the way, you, I blame Why? you and Danny and Laura, all of these people that I just like look up to so much. I blame you guys for giving me the dream of even doing this. And at three in the morning that's when I'm so taking crazy. notes on Beverly Hills, that's because of you guys. Well, I hope one day we all have a farm, you know, we're just like, remember that time? Hey, did you guys ever interview Ramona Singer? Uh, <laughs> well, she was a tough one to get, wasn't she? What? It's like, it's like when dogs go to their country home, you know, when they can't be in the city anymore. They just send the podcasters of like, oh, oh, that's so cute. Kate Casey's here today. Okay, nice. <laughs> Kate Casey, love her. Okay, everybody. So thanks for being here. Uh, Ryan, thanks for being here. Audience, thanks for being here. Bueller, thanks for being here. Me. Hey, God, thanks for giving me life. Still here. Um, today we are recapping Southern Charm. This is a Crappens on Demand video. So just because Ben's gone doesn't mean that you don't get to see these gorgeous pores on both of us. Uh, and Ryan, your set looks so good. Like it's. Yeah, I mean, this is in my bedroom. If you could see the flip side of it, it's so sad. Uh, this is like I've, I'm in a corner of my bedroom that I've tried to decorate with like uh, Tom Girardi photos of law and like little little bravo things then we got miss uh, we got diane smiling yeah and then we got Catherine sneering Catherine. it's great <laughs> oh by the way you never sent me my tom girardi um trophy oh whatever. i should take oh. a picture and send it to you i have it sitting right over there like i'm looking directly at a stack of uh, yeah, five that. tom girardi trophies that i was going to send out <laughs> to like you 
and ha- like a lot, a lot of different people. It's kind of like a oh, like yeah. a threatening thing to get in the mail of like a Tom Girardi law trophy. I'll, I love threatening things in the mail. <laughs> I've always yeah. wanted like uh, to open a letter and be like, "Oh my god, it's white powder! What is it? How could that be?" <laughs> or one of <laughs> or one of those letters that they have to cut the letters out that serial killers do of like leave the money at the post office box. You know, like I would love that. Yeah, I would love creativity in uh, terrorism. I mean, what no, I, I know you and a bomber, you had some good ideas. <laughs> Sorry, is that too? It's the execution was weak, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, I prefer more morals. How about that? Um, it was the nineties. So let's. <laughs> speaking of wanting more morals um, uh, from our terrorists, let's talk about Southern Charm this week. Uh, so Southern Charm just came on. I love the way that they can get so creative with this music, Ryan. They change it a little bit. Yes. Like, they'll just change it a little bit every week. <laughs> so you're like, oh, my God, it's different. Like, do they have an orchestra yeah. there just redoing it? Or they, and do you, Am I going crazy or are they changing the lyrics, too, at times? Because they'll even in the preview in the beginning of, like, when Naomi's, like, awkwardly doing the voiceover, it'll be like, and Craig found out that wasn't going to go down. And then the lyrics are like, Craig's a flippin' idiot. And I'm like, that's not the lyrics from the original song. Like, it seems like it fits each He week. likes lovers and bubblegum. It's like, wait, what? You're just saying words now. <laughs> it just keeps going. Yeah. I think they probably keep uh, calling that poor girl back because, you know, Whitney found her in some bar and was like, hey, I'll give you, you play the piano and sing. What, do you tap dance? I'll give you $50. Whitney goes out to his car to get his electric guitar. He's like, uh, this is Betsy. I travel with her on the road. Could I sit in with you guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the original version is like, <laughs> Patricia's like, we need to get some horns in there, Whitney. <laughs> I want to know yeah, if Lydia has other just... songs, though. Does she have like a whole album of bangers like this, or is Bapa Do the big one? Like, is that the one? Like, does she, I mean, does this lady tour? Like, for I don't know. Like, but I think she's her name's Mia Sable, and I feel like yes, she has done more for like this song is my favorite song of like Vanderpump Rules now, Summer House, anything. This is now my favorite. Uh, the music on this show, all the music on this show is great. But yeah, she's Mia Sable, and she uh, I know because I asked, I emailed her, I found her email online, was like, hey, can I have the track for that? Because I want to use it for a show, and she's like, sure. She was so nice. But no I think way, she's a tap dancer, and they just said start improvising some tap dance. And then the song came from Improvised Tap Dance. What do you think of that? That's, that could be well, made a up lot in of, my head. It was yeah. a while ago. A lot of my work comes from Improvised Tap Dance. Uh, I think too. for probably you as well. By the way, I do love that you said I just might have made that up in my head because I was listening to you guys last week. And you said, oh, man, and Leva, when are we going to find out about her divorce, right? And you were like, wait, that's a known thing, right? And then you're like, to the internet. And you're like, wow, it's not here at all. I guess I put it. But I've been thinking the same thing. Like, she what? had a husband in scenes last season. And now the husband is gone. And Leva just kind of stumbles into scenes. And we'll see her kid, like, randomly walk across. But there's no mention yeah. of where that kid came from and the husband that we we knew from last season yeah it's weird they're like okay love it's like i hate this shit i don't want to show my shit anymore i'm done they're like but we gave you your own show on bravo so just come stir yeah, some I, shit and all you have to do is wear hideous bows and stir some shit and we oh she's killing it then she's she's doing great i think if so. that's the I think if that is what she needs to do 
Yeah, that's made up in my head, too. Who knows? Made up history. So let's go to, this is episode 804, season 8, mm. episode 4, for those of you not in the industry. Wait, this was the 100th episode, too, by the way. This was the 100th episode. This was, I the, saw it because, this was historic. Yeah, I saw it because the Watch What Happens live show came on, and Andy's like, welcome to the 100th episode. <laughs> it's like, his head's going to pop off. He's very excited about it. He loves that number. 100. <laughs> I think he gets extra money if it hits 100 or something. <laughs> yeah, this huge boner, Andy. 100! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we we get the Naomi <sighs> previously. Southern fucking Southern charm bullshit. Fucking don't have a life. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Matul. Thanks a lot, Matul. Now I'm doing voiceovers. Yeah. Yeah, so we get that. Uh, for those of you who have missed Southern Charm and are just listening to this because Ryan's here, I get it. Um, also, yeah, nothing's yeah, happened. Sure. So those previouslys are really working hard because this is Southern Charm. <laughs> nothing happens here. All that happens on Southern Charm is you watch homely white men with red noses fail upwards. It's like oh, literally the you only would think on this show. You would think these men are superheroes. You would think the way they they talk about each other and treat each other that these are gods. Like it is so weird, and they're all like getting bellies and their skins drying out, like me, and like it's just weird. And they all they're all treated like we are gods among these women. And the women actually have sort of real conversations, but barely. And it's like meditation, though. It kind of like I can sit there and watch it, and I'm weirdly like, okay, I'm I'm good with this. Like I don't need much from this show. I don't need much either. Yeah, I don't require much. And it is kind of like bird watching, like dodo bird watching, because you just watch it and you're like, well, is this what these people do? I mean, they just sit around and talk about, like, who am I dating? Like, who could I date? But I dated that per- But I could date that person. Is that Does that person want to impregnate me? Do I want to impregnate that person? It's like these <laughs> weird, who thinks like that? I just don't. I, I, I know it happens because I used to watch Bachelor. So, I mean, I know that's a thing, but it's just so, conf- it's so foreign to me. It really is. I think these people were all, and especially the men on this show, are just brought up with so much confidence in themselves, like misplaced confidence. None of these people should like themselves as much as they do. Like, I know we're supposed to love ourselves, but I feel like these guys love themselves like to an alarming degree. Like, they should even talk to each other and go, you need to chill with how much you think about yourself. They do, you know, and they were taught that confidence, like you said, like they grew up just being given this false confidence. And I think the trick is not to leave home because I was grown, I grew up with um, a ton of false confidence. My parents are very like overly supportive, but like in a weird way, it's like, oh my God, Ronnie is like, he's a Suzuki player at the piano. He can hear a song and sit down at the piano. And he can play it like Suzuki. And then people are like, okay, do that. And I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, I figured out the melody line to Little Shop of Horrors, you know? Like, what do you want yeah, from that, me, you know? It is so, your parents really pump your ego up to an un- alarming, like, I remember being in Pirates of the Penzance in high school as, like, the, the sergeant of police, like, when the blah, 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 blah. And I came out and, like, you know, it was, like, fine. I was, like, a sophomore in high school. And my mom was like, this lady in front of me said you were very good. I was over, I, like, she was like over, she was like, I listened to her whole conversation and she said, you were very good. And I'm just very proud of you. You've got a gift, you know? Yeah. I'm like, and then you you're too to supportive. Now I have a podcast. Yeah. Like my mom would always say, oh my God, you are so handsome. You, Ronnie's a model. 
Ronnie is a model. <laughs> you know that? I'm like, what the fuck? So then yes. I remember being like young and going into a model and they were like, you're fat. Like, what? Are you, who the fuck are you kidding? You know, and they said it like in the model agency way, like, we'll call you yeah. or whatever. But um, yeah, I was like, I left there like, what? What's happening here? Well, yeah. So my, and then you go to LA in my six. Do you remember meeting with like, I remember meeting with my first manager and the manager was like, I just don't. I just don't see anything. I just, I don't even know what any of the, and it was like, I was like, Oh, cause my friend recommended me. He's like, I just don't, I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? And I'm like, I live and breathe. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do to you. Like, yeah, I guess I I'm nothing. You know? Yeah. yeah. But he That's said it like, he was like, LA this thing. is my job. I just don't see anything here. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know what? Does somebody have any powder I can throw in front of me to see if there's a shape there? Anybody? Bring <laughs> that in. <laughs> yeah. Is this a ghost? Yeah. Falling out like one of those little laser keychains. Like, I'm trying to see. Does it bend? Does yeah. It bend? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So something. If only I could have a pillow shop. If only I could be into pillows. I think it would really turn my life around. Well, that's the other thing. You know, I, I, I was gonna say I love Craig. You know, I mean, I watch his show, so I can only love as as much as I can love, uh, which is not really very much, you know, which is another thing I can blame on my parents later, another time. But yeah. um, I like Craig and everything, and I'm proud of Craig for finding something, you know. Was it just figuring out how to get somebody to hot glue gun a couple of squares together and throw some stuffing in there? Sure. But he's doing great and everything. But this is another one of those things where I'm like, why is everybody acting like Craig is you know in the fortune what is it the fortune 500 i'm, I'm yeah i'm I think so craig, like for, yeah right craig's on the cover of forbes for like the pillow empire yes but he's doing that thing where he's like you know like he does that arrogant burp like when he's hanging yeah. out with people he just goes like a mouth burp and then lets it out like he's just oh he barely burping. enunciates with mouth burping oh with austin anymore he barely enunciates he's like so are you doing like he just got it's like, oh, just like this uh, all the time uh, now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, and then it was with the page situation. It's even like, which is sad because, like, I, I'm glad Paige wasn't on this episode, but I kind of missed the scenes because when Paige professes some sort of love for Craig, Craig will be like, "I want to hug you." Like when Craig hears a compliment from Paige, he's like, "Oh, that makes me want to touch you." Like, of course, you just heard a compliment about yourself, and he's just like, "Oh man, I love what you see in me." Like, like I, I yeah. love you for what you see in me. Well, and they're still on that stage where Paige isn't calling him a loser yet. You know, all relationships. But you know it's creeping in. Don't you don't you don't you think oh, it's creeping in at some point? The reason I loved Paige was because she was like, Ew, you're a loser. Like yes! you're trying to take me out on a Wednesday. Loser. Loser. I don't need some old man loser. You know? That's what was great, is that she had like some taste or some standards. And now they're just all out. She's like, Oh my god, I love him. I totally am not even bothered that he fucked Naomi twice. It's I feel like I you know? like been I I the word gaslit is so overused, but the thing that like the page the the page I used to know is not the page that's like what is Austin's a horrible friend. I knew about you sleeping with Naomi. I knew about it, and I was cool about it. like she's almost now like Craig convinced her that cool girls, if they're not fully committed, that guys can sleep around, and if. Craig by like Craig thinks like I told you I told you Paige so you cannot get mad at me and we were not exclusive so Paige is almost like yeah man like you were totally fucking around and I think it's awesome I think it's awesome and I think Austin is the true problem here I think that's wild yeah. 
Well, Austin is a problem. Like, he's a terrible friend. But at the same time, yeah, I think she's just, like, lowering her standards and just being like, look, I want to be the it couple on Bravo. And it's just not working out. I really thought it would be. Like, when I heard uh, when I heard that they were together, I was like, that's perfect. Like, that is, they're, they're both so cute. And they both lo- love to be in bed all the time. And, like, yeah. I could just see them, like, not vacuuming together. Like, you could just see that. But- oh, I mean, seeing Paige, like, like, maybe last episode when she wakes up and she was just laying in bed and Craig passed her water and she guzzled it like, and it was just like, these people like are doing what they do best horizontally. And it truly was very special to watch. But do you think they have that conversation? Like other couples do of like, like looking out on a sunset of like, what do you want to be babe? And like, there must've been like, I want to rule Bravo. Uh, This is our kingdom. I want to rule this. Lindsay and Carl can go F off, you know? Maybe I can see them going through Instagram together and being like, oh, my God, Lindsay got this many likes on something. And oh, my God, Austin got this many likes on something like he didn't even like my new pillow that I put out on my Instagram story. Like I saw that he watched it, but like you can't even press like the fucking heart. Like what kind of crap is that? You know what I mean? When people nearing 40 start arguing and getting their feelings hurt over Instagram likes, I find that truly meta and fascinating in a really funny way because they're taking it so seriously. And now Bravo is starting to turn into all social media fights and even like podcasting fights, even podcasts. Like even, you know, I think that is it's it's truly hysterical because these things really matter to them because it's their life. You made it. Have you made it into a podcasting fight? No, man. It is my like I. I try not to like go for like any kind of like uh, gotcha moments. And then I will always offer to cut things out for people. And it's only happened a couple of times, like with like Jill Zarin and stuff, <laughs> but oh, I, I, I could, but cut something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I got to tell you, Wait. I got to tell you. No, no, no. It was, it was, uh, she was, yeah. Well, it was actually funny because of the girl's trip. She wanted me to cut out the, cause she said it was before she filmed girl's trip. She said that she did not approve the uh, the filming at Bobby's funeral that Bethany it was like a sneak attack right. with that, and we saw that come up on Ultimate Girls Trip. But she asked me to cut that out after the fact, uh, and of course you don't say no to Jill Zarin, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, yeah, <laughs> she's, she's totally full of it. Well, yeah, I, I, I say no. I like to say I like to pick no, no. Well, you um, said you really will be like word. no, we're good. <laughs> yeah well no i've never said we won't cut something but um we've only been asked once and i was like i mean okay like you're much more <laughs> horrible on the show than you were here you know what i mean like what you did yeah. what you said on watch it crappens was so not offensive compared to the vile shit you do every week on TV. oh they truly do okay. not pay attention they don't pay attention to their own show. Sometimes they just pay attention to what everybody says about the show. And I mean, like even Dorinda and girls trip, she was just like, yeah, I don't watch that. Andy said I was on pause. I don't, I know my worth. I know my value. I don't need to watch it. I don't need to know. Like, it's really interesting how they come at their own appearances on these shows. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what's so strange about Southern charm. Cause they really don't. I mean, Southern charm really doesn't <laughs> change anything. They're just like, yeah, I suck. I look like a lazy sack of shit. I'm going to just up that for the next season. Yeah. People hate me. You know what? I'm going to do more of that. I mean, Shep, eight seasons ago or however many, like, is literally said, like, I don't want to settle down. And here we are. He's with an actual woman dating. And he's like, I still am right exactly in that same place. I oh, do yeah. not want to settle down. How dare you for almost potentially having a baby? 
Yeah, that whole Shep and Taylor thing. So Shep seems to me like he's doing that thing where he's like, let's not use protection so that he can later say, like, you forced me into this. I didn't want to do this. Gosh, I told you I didn't want a baby. I'm going to go cheat. And I can't because I said I never wanted to be in a in a relationship with somebody. You know, he wants to do all this and just have the out. But then at the same time, they're purposely not using protection. And then when they get pregnant, she's like, what? Like this? Okay, so we're going to go out of order, obviously. But Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, well, should we go through order? I mean, we should no, we can go however you want. I just, I was just so excited that I just started blabbing about scenes and stuff. So you, please. Oh no, we're twenty minutes in. Like every, we don't have to do it any certain way. Yeah. Um, but I know we're gonna get the thing with me is when we do get there in the notes, I'm not gonna remember what I said, and I'm gonna just repeat myself over again. I don't okay. remember. Yeah, let's start from the beginning. Minutes. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. So we'll say the music it, as Sutton would say. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, I'll say, I'll say, first, sound of music. Uh, that's yeah, that's JD. Oh, god, don't you miss no. JD? Okay, let's start. Yeah, just kidding. I don't miss JD. I just wanted the audience <laughs> to be like, hey, fuck you, you know, get ready to tweet, tweet at me. I do not miss JD. <laughs> um, so uh, birds are squawking. Okay, so basically, everybody's just getting ready. And the only part in here that was good is a Olivia acts like she's living in the lap of luxury, but her mom's like, clean the dog. So she has to do that. And then um, Catherine is making Halloween crafts for her kids. Yikes. Yeah, but they don't specify for the kids. I mean, we, I know we know, but there was also a slim possibility that I was like, Catherine might really just like to do children's arts and crafts when the children aren't there. Like it was like, it could have gone either way for me. Yeah, it could have. And it it does go in a very Catherine way. Cause she's like, ow, I broke my nail on a googly eye. <laughs> she was like, I'll put there. the googly eye, I'll put the googly eye right here. It was very like Bob Ross with the trees. It was like very like, yeah, just get that, get the trees up there. Get the trees up there. <laughs> I just always wonder what the producers think when they're like having to sit at Catherine's house and just watch her. It's like, you know, this is, she's just like slowly unsticking a sticker, like making that face. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. ah, I broke my nail on a googly a googly <laughs> they're logging footage and they're like we've got a straight 40 minutes of Catherine staring at a wall <laughs> <laughs> it is don't you think it's like that do you remember oh, totally. that time when, she, when they were like Catherine when she was like I'm gonna take out the trash and I was like oh my god here we go <laughs> I'm like what is this? And it's like oh my god, the food, the food from last week with 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 uh, Chubbs or Caleb or however you spell his name, it yeah, looked like meatballs with with white pasta sauce, and it was like I don't think I think Caleb potentially wanted to stay, but he was like either stay and eat this or we can break this whole thing up. I, I can leave because it looked <laughs> that food looked wild. She was baking the meatballs yeah. in the oven, and it it was the food just sat there just so sad like a pixar character or something you know <laughs> yes meatball <laughs> i lost my land but uh it's like tim allen's back he's like there's no lesbian meatballs are there okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> why didn't they have tim allen do the voice of the meatballs i mean it's so ridiculous he's the only go, one that could have done broke meatballs caleb's meatballs tom hanks is like yeah i mean tim allen is she is the meatballs and the fact that you're going to use some hot and sexy actor for the Caleb meatballs? <laughs> but those meatballs. So she just took the ground beef out the, the foam thing, and then she's just, like, grabbing it and, like, 
rolling it, and then she just lines them. I was like, nice balls. I mean, they are even balls, but, like, <laughs> you didn't put any salt? Like, you're not going to put any garlic or salt or something, <laughs> butter, mustard. Like, at this point, I don't even care. Do something. It's hard to even, it's hard to, like, you could tell the meat looked worried. Like, the meat was like, I don't think this is going well. Like, you just like, it's so rare to see meat not want to be there, you know? The cow was raised with so much pride, and it got in the real world, and it's like, this is, this is the real world. <laughs> that, <laughs> that'll do meat. I into a fucking ball and ruined in an oven. That'll and do meat. That'll do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, do you think Catherine ate that food, like, at three in the morning that night? Like, just stumbled out yeah. of bed after she had a couple shots and felt bad and was just, like, shoving meatballs in her face? No, she threw that shit away. She knows. You know, she knows. I was saying last week, I'm sorry to repeat myself, everybody, but I was saying that's not like a makeup meal. That is definitely a breakup meal. It's like, is this, are you willing to commit to me? Are you willing to get salmonella for me? No, then get the fuck out. It's like, what is this, Saw? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was a Shawshank Redemption meal. It was like, get busy living <laughs> or get busy dying of like, you you want my meatballs? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll take your meatballs. <laughs> Oh, I could imagine Catherine having a scene cutting a hole in the wall with like a plastic spoon. I can imagine that's like busy work for Catherine. (laughs) I I crawl, I crawl through three miles of shit to get out of here. (laughs) They'd be like, where's Catherine? Didn't she get through the wall with that spoon? Like she's just laying down in the hole. She's still in there. (laughs) She's just, she's like, I got, I got tired halfway through and I just, I was nice down here. It was a good breeze. And it was just, you know, (laughs) by the way, but anything Catherine does though, I kind of excuse it because Mm. you know, the earlier seasons are so dark in terms of like the paddle ball they played with a 21 year old girl between all of these dudes that I'm like, well, I mean, we it's like Britney Spears almost. It's like, well, she's been through a lot, you know? (laughs) I know. Um, yeah, those, yeah, it's like a Britney Spears Instagram deep dive. You're like, um, but I support you. I still support you. I fully, that's what I'm saying. Like Catherine, I just, I fully support, but it's, it, she makes it hard. I feel you. Sorry for the pause. I was getting a little bubbly. All right, Pellegrino. Oh, I was, I was looking at the sponsored. notes and I was like, did I do something? <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by fucking Pellegrino. I'll tell you that right now. And you better watch your fucking step, Pellegrino. Call me. Oh, shit. Oh, Could you imagine God. if that It's uh, It's hey. sponsored by Neuro. Neuro, Diana Jenkins uh, <laughs> beverage. Did I cut out? No, I'm just sticking my tongue out like that. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, I thought I was having a stroke. I was like, oh, my God, I'm having a stroke on Watch What Crappens. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. (laughs) Okay. So we've gotten through none of this. Okay. So Austin calls his parents. Austin calls Wells Fargo, his parents. Okay. (laughs) And uh, they're moving. From his childhood home, he's like, this is insane right now. I, I can't even believe I had to move out of my childhood home. I had, I did everything there. I had my first kiss there. I jacked off there for the first time. I jacked yeah. off there for the third time. Like, what? You know how many people, girls, I finger blasted? I finger blasted everyone <laughs> in that location. And, it, like, I just love the ballad of Austin Kroll this season. Like, he cried about Craig almost last week. He's crying about his child at home. The man can't even, like, set up a FaceTime call properly. It falls down. It's like he's Charlie Brown all of a sudden, you know? 
Yeah, and he's trying to set up his FaceTime call on one of those little, like, uh, porcelain trucks that your meemaw had. You know, it's like, where'd you get that? It was like a salt shaker, but it's like a water-painted porcelain truck or whatever, calling his mommy and daddy. Like, I just need to get my stuff. You are pathetic, sir. And He's the kind of guy, though, that probably— shit he is. He stole that. I bet he like it's like he's one of those like uh, you know notch on the belt guys where he probably steals like a salt shaker or something from every girl's house that he has one night stands with, and that's why he has a bunch of weird knickknacks in his place or something. He's like, uh, I got that from Anna. She uh, met her at their Thirsty Crow and uh, took it back. I thought it was really cool, and I prop my phone up on it sometimes. That's funny. So, yeah, he's calling his mom and dad, and he's really doing, you know, the fuckboy thing. It's the Austin way, but we all know what a vile piece of shit he is now because of Winterhouse, you know, and what's the other one he did? Summerhouse. And, yeah. You know, but Summerhouse and Winterhouse don't exist in Southern Charm universe. We're supposed to pity Austin in this universe. Like, there's never once, yes. we're supposed to feel bad because of this Madison thing. Not once has anybody brought up, hey, man, remember what you did in Summerhouse when you pitted two women against each other? And, like, literally, you were, like, uh, texting Lindsay at a fish show online saying, like, I want to be with you this year. Like, do you remember yeah. any of, like, we're supposed to feel bad because Madison hooked up with A-Rod and is engaged? Like, I don't, why are we feeling bad for this man? Like, and everybody yeah. keeps giving him credit like he's tall, like he went to college for being tall. Like, oh, but I've got my degree in being tall, you know? Oh, it's the tallness, you know? And I'm not, like, I'm not short, but I'm not tall. It's like, I'm average. Congratulations, you're average. But God, tall it's tall privilege is what it is. Oh, I, tall people have I'm it. six foot. Six foot used to be tall. And now, because of people like Austin... Like six three six four is considered like that's that's the where you want to get to six foot even like I want to do Austin where he's like dwarf on golf where you just like hobble him at the legs and I want to know I want to see <laughs> the guy that I want to see the magic this guy can create being short I want to see if there's well, anything he, he there could. or if it's all nothing there there's nothing there. Sorry. I don't think there's anything there because I think his parents had enough money to like get that beer going or whatever but he's not like Shep. You know, upper middle yeah. class or whatever. And also, is Shep like really a multi zillionaire or whatever they're pretending? Because I feel like Shep gets like $5,000 a month, which now that's not peanuts, but I feel like it has, you know, he has some trust fund where he gets like four or five thousand dollars it's like he pays his rent and drinks and that's it and they're acting like oh my god the monopoly man is here should i let him impregnate me <laughs> in shep's book which i listened to on audiobook uh i didn't oh. want to use my eyes um but he uh <laughs> he says that his family has always taught him to not talk about money it's day class a He's like, let's just say I have enough money. I've had a really comfortable life and I'm very lucky, but I do not talk about money. So that's why, which I always just find interesting. And he seems like he just wants some beer and some like, like raw tuna from like that. He throws away. Like he just seems like he's still in that kind of frat life. And he wants to like put all his money towards traveling, not kids, not his relationship, just towards the adventuresome spirit. Yeah. Well, then be alone. You know, do it like the rest of us. Don't drag other people down with you, sir. Okay. <laughs> Poor Taylor, man. Taylor, He's going to suck like... every. <laughs> I know. But you know what? If if your kid is old enough to read and the Drano says, do not drink this, or you're going to fucking die, kid. And then the kid drinks it. 
Bye. Like, what do you want me to do about it? It says don't drink it and you can read. You know what? I, that's how I'm starting to feel with Taylor. Like, I have no pity for you. And I was about to talk about that Taylor scene. Okay, so then um, Whitney's making Patricia. They're like, isn't this wacky? My son is my butler. And he's like, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a shirt. I'm wearing like a gun shirt right now, Mom. So, And uh, makes her some champagne or something. Uh, but you, did you see the amount of glasses they had out on that? They had like a hundred crystal glasses on that, like whatever that lo- that island was. And I was like, that that probably right there is more money than I've seen in two years. Just that kind of just that 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 glass just in glassware alone was amazing. And I like that they're like getting low on liquor. She's like, we don't have nothing for supplies no more. We got to go to the store. And Whitney's like, she's like, I guess I'll take champagne. And Whitney's like, Whoa. you know, it's it's. I know they're doing this potentially as a bit because of Michael, and it is funny, but it's also just really like I really want this to be true. I want Whitney to genuinely be her butler. Like I want, I, I want him to get true. better. Like, I think I, it's I, true because and you notice the way he walked in there. He's like, mother, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. You want to drink, mother? And she's like, I can't find nothing without Michael here. I don't even know where I'd find a drink. I'll just drink champagne. It's easier. And then she just stands there. And he's like, her face, you know, isn't really moving or anything. Yeah. And she's just like standing there. And he's like, okay. So he starts getting everything ready, finding matching glasses. And she is not moving a damn finger. And I think that that's real. Like, there's no instinct in her that's like, I should pick up a glass right now. Like, that's not her inner monologue. I feel like her inner monologue is just like, it's all it's old music. <laughs> what if God was one of us? No, but and Whitney, like, the thing I would like it though, if each episode the house gets progressively dirtier. Like, by the end, it's just, like, trash everywhere. Like, nothing's put away. Because Whitney would not be somebody that's good at taking care of somebody, I think. No. I I mean, I agree. Why would you have to? You know, the rich, they don't don't understand. The rich people just don't understand. Get them! Let's kill them all! (laughs) Um, But, yeah, you know that house stinks. I'm sure they have people clean it. But when they we saw Whitney pick up the dog poop and then just pour vodka over it and wipe it. I mean, that's bar rot and dog poop. That's all. Yeah. That's not good. That's not good. But that's like, that's Whitney in his head of like, look, I solved a problem. I used the booze to clean up the poo. Like I, I'm, I'm like the MacGyver yeah. of, of house stuff now, you know, <laughs> I put something wet. <laughs> wait, I needed to be clean. So. <laughs> wait, wait, is Whitney allowed to bring the girls home that he meets? Like, is he allowed to bring, like, and, like, I want to know where their rooms are compared to each other. Like, yeah, is Whitney allowed to have like sex separate... in the house? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? You think you're going to stop? And Patricia's, you know, I'm sure, like, who'd you bang last night, Whitney? I feel like when the cameras are not. <laughs> Whitney, cut. Whitney, let me smell your fingers, Whitney. Come here. Come here. Come here. I'm proud of you, son. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you got those Miss Patricia jeans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the cameras go off, she's like the mom from, um, Animal, uh, animal, what's that show with all the surfers? 
Um, and Ellen Barkin's in it. She's the mom. And it was based on that um, Australian movie, Animal Kingdom. I feel like she's oh, the yeah. mom from Animal Kingdom. Like, who'd you fuck today, Whitney? Get her out of here. We got business to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, you got guitar practice in a half hour. You get that floozy out of here right now. I say, I say. <laughs> um, so that's that. Okay, so um, Vanita and Matt, I've learned that. This is a therapeutic thing for me. I do this when I get confused and I don't know where I am anymore. I go, I'm like, oh, here I am. (laughs) Back on the show. So uh, Vanita and Madison come over. For what reason? Nobody really knows. Because they're like, hello, Miss Patricia. Oh, aren't you pretty? Miss Patricia, you sure look pretty. She's like, hello, look at you putting clothes on. How nice. Let me see that ring. Oh, that's nice. Whitney. (laughs) Whitney's like, a thousand pardons, lady. A thousand pardons. What can I get for everybody? You know, it's really, it is great. And Vanita, you know, she tentatively steps into this scene with Miss Patricia, I feel. Like, Madison's very used to uh, Patricia, but I feel like Vanita's still feeling it out a little bit. I could totally be reading into this. But she's like, oh, you look beautiful. Like, I, I, she's, you know, I think Patricia is you know, the matriarch of this show. So I would imagine new people still have, are a little nervous filming with Patricia. Yeah. I think it's like a human resources moment where that person who's like, Hey, do you want some gum? Do you like gum? Here's some gum. And then one day you're called to that lady's office and suddenly she's like, it was a test and you took the gum. (laughs) We can't use you. (laughs) We don't need you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The Patricia test. Mike, Whitney's passing notes to Vanita. Please let me help me escape. My mom has made me be her butler. Please just, I need a ride out of here. (laughs) Hey, Whitney, if you need help, Talk like you're laughing really silent to yourself and can't form a sentence. He's like, oh, not helping you. Still not helping you. You followed instructions, but I'm still not helping you. Um, so, and you know, Patricia's inner monologue is not having any of this shit. She's like, oh, look at you, pretty lady. Look at that dress y'all wear. But inside, she's like, there's the slut that's getting married to yeah. some loser without a real job. Hey, let me look at that ring. You know she wanted to put that in her mouth and bite down on it to see if that shit would break. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, is that a blood diamond? I like it. Uh, oh, <laughs> look at all you loose, floozy women with your ears pierced and your lipstick on. I heard you got engaged on Amazon Prime. <laughs> By the way, Ronnie, I... I'd like everybody to tune into Amazon Live tomorrow. I'm uh, wishing my mom a happy birthday on there at noon. Uh, that's the place to go for big announcements now is Amazon Live. It for, is. If you're a Bravo Lab, Amazon Live is where to really give the good information. I know. I mean, next time that this country declares war on somebody, I want President whoever to go on there and be like, listen, we are going to war. We are going to get through this as a country. Look at this blazer that's only $19. And we have a lightning deal right now on headphones. Uh, that's something that is good in any kind of war, uh, nuclear disaster, and they're they're going fast. Yeah. Like, uh, did, did you watch Kyle's 
Amazon. Yeah, Live. and I that's the like Citizen Kane of Amazon Lives this week. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I turned it on and I was cracking up. She looks like she's on some cruise ship, or I don't know what the fuck she's on. And she's, you know, her eyes wonkier as the days go on, and she's just like a lizard licking the corners of her mouth and playing with her hair, and she's just terrified to be on there. And then people are like, "Hey, how come you fucked over something?" <laughs> <laughs> you know she's like oh i hope mr and mrs amazon aren't watching like you know like and by the way isn't the whole point to be rich she's obviously on a vacation overseas and she's like let me stop and go on amazon and sell stuff like mauricio has a netflix show now like i think we're good to a place where we don't even need to do amazon lives yet here you are and you're getting railroaded to the point where you need to like okay yeah we're selling this but i do want to say i did apologize to garcelle like imagine the people just <laughs> tuning in randomly that have no idea who kyle richards is and they're like who's garcelle what's going on it's, i just came to get a scarf yeah who's the lady selling lisa vanderpump clothes because that's what kyle sells too she's like look at this pink blazer this isn't this fashionable look at this pussy bow isn't this great hey, these are great shoes to wear to hanukkah <laughs> <laughs> okay southern charm so, uh, anyway, they tell her that they're going to do a garden party theme for a joint birthday party. And she's like, how lovely. Um, I'll wear my Dolce & Gabbana pussy dress. Where else can you wear a kitten dress to a cat fight? Ha, 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 ha. Oh, that is so, that was, huh, that was good, right, Vanita? Yeah, you hear Vanita's Whitney like, in the back. You Whitney in the other room going. <laughs> she used my pussy line. <laughs> so next we get. Um, okay, good. We don't have to wait long for this scene. I really wanted to talk about this. This is oh, Shep yeah, and Shep. Taylor's date. Okay, you don't want to marry this man. Where you're riding the bike and then the guy's on a skateboard. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to hold on to your bike, and you can just drag me to the restaurant. <laughs> Shep is constantly like Tom Hanks in the movie Big, where he's like, I got to get a job. Like, it's like, he's, I feel like he is just a, like, just a, like, a really tall child. Like, he's holding on to Taylor's bike on a longboard. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's wild. Like, there's a, no tricks. He's just skating straight. It's so Sad. He's just being dragged along through life, you know. Why should his transportation be any different than his <laughs> regular life? You know, it's just like all <laughs> the poetic, which is very chef, right? This is such poetry. I'm just being dragged along by a blonde woman and handed everything I don't really want, but probably need. Harsh. I'm kind of like the Walt Whitman of this town. This is I'm really. <laughs> this is just truly a poetic existence. This is my Walden Woods. Yeah. So they go to this not date datey restaurant at all. It's like a terrible, like when you walk in and everything you see is t-shirts with the American flag on it, turn around. Okay. It's not a date restaurant. Everyone's like, all right, we're here with our kids having wings in America. I was like, are we in America? Hey, what country are we in? Can someone tell me? <laughs> I don't know what these flags are. <laughs> and I think Taylor was like they sat at a table that was like not bust yet. Taylor was like, "Well, it's got a lot of plates everywhere." And Chef's like, "No, no, no, it's great, it's great, it's great." 
Yeah, he's like, uh, this table is bare bones, right? Should I pull out your chair? Oh, it's date night. She's like, shut up. And she goes, this table looks really barren. I was like, shut up, rich people. Like, stop fucking dissing the table. They'll bring your plastic menus in a second. It's not like we're the rich. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine getting upset at the girl because she potentially is pregnant. And then the same week, you're like, may I pull out your chair, miss? <laughs> like, like, I would. May I, I seat you, you like a gentleman? <laughs> yeah. Um. So she goes. Yeah. This table looks barren. I mean, not as barren as my ovaries. And he's like, "Gosh, you're not barren. You had a scare, but we're out of the woods. High five. And she's mad that she wasn't pregnant because she's trying to get pregnant with somebody that obviously does not want does not want to it. give her babies. <laughs> Taylor gets some self respect. Taylor. <laughs> She's like, you're going to high five to my pain and misery? And he's like, I'm going to low five to it, too. Hey, oh, too slow. <laughs> Baron. <laughs> um, so he's like, God, what do you think it does to me, Taylor? I mean, I was about to change my life for you. You know, when you said you got pregnant, I was thinking, gosh, I'm going to have to get movers to get her the hell out of here. Then I'm going to have to call a locksmith to change the locks. It was hard for me. He goes, he goes, I was, I was actually going to, th- I, I was thinking about taking a bullet between my eyes. Like he literally said that he was like, I heard that. I was thinking about just a bullet right in my head or like, and then I was like, how dark do you like, or a bullet in your head, Taylor? I don't know. I, somebody was going to die. That's all I know. You know, it was so dark. And he was like, did it with a smile on his face, but it was a falsy. We can live. <laughs> Let's get a po' boy. So, uh, <laughs> What's good here? What is good here? This is great. And as if she doesn't know who she's with, this is what cracks me up about her. Because she's like, we are going to the po-, po boy place, and I'm going to lay down the law with Shep, who just almost probably broke up with me and sobbed in the bathroom for five days when he thought I could be pregnant. So she's like, you didn't even ask me about my feelings. You just care about yourself. And you haven't said if things were, you, you haven't said, hey, if things were going to happen, you can trust me. And, you know, you haven't said you can trust me to be there and be faithful and supportive and all those things. So why are you trying to get pregnant by him? It's, I mean, literally saying, I know that you're never going to be there for me. I fully realize it and I'm going to keep dating you. Like, it's like, it's, it's almost like on this weird, it's like a Craig page technicality thing of like, wait, why are you guys, why are you saying all of the issues that we all agree with? But you're like, but I'm stuck with you. You're not stuck with him at all. Like there's, yeah. he would, he would drop you in a minute. In fact, it seems like every episode, it would never surprise me if he, in the middle of the scene, he's like, you know what? I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm going to go see a movie. Bye. Yeah. I mean, Shep's one of those guys who sits across from you and you know, when someone is entering the restaurant because Shep looks every time, you know, they don't even need one of those. Ding. <laughs> Cause you just see, it's like, she's like, I, I almost had a baby. And he's like. It's like looking up, like, darn, it's not her. You know, whoever he's got in his mind. (laughs) Taylor goes, goes, well, I mean, you know, like, you know, you you could be unfaithful. You could be this. And Shep was like, where do you think I'm going, girl? And then they do the flashback to the reunion where he's like, okay, no. Yeah, there was text messages with an old fling. There was also somebody in a stairwell. Like, he's like, there was somebody in an alleyway. Uh, You know, the orgy in the Hamptons. He, like, just started listing off a string. And then Craig was drunk. He's like, 
I'd break up with you, man. I'd break up with you. Like, it is so weird. He listed off like five cheating instances. And it's like, that's what Taylor thinks, dude. Yeah. He's like, apparently I'm not a safe bet, Garth. And she's like, no, you're not. You're not at all. He's like, that's rude. That is so rude. You're paying for dinner. <laughs> I mean, finally, though, finally, somebody is sticking up for the straight white men in this country. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like, God. we're finally. Yes. Well, like, no, it's like, finally, like, we're like the ballad of Shep and Craig. And like, we, they've been mistreated their entire lives. And they're finally standing up for themselves. It's amazing. to watch. I know. It's so nice. And, you know, when you have a positive attitude like that, it's just so nice to see the world, you know, or the universe like reward you. Like they get their check and the guy's like, there's nothing in that book because it's on us. Oh, forgot to say, here's your bag of money. Thanks for coming to Poe Boys. Hey, and we're going to buy a truckload of those American flag hats. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Also, wait, when they brought out the food, they brought out the, like the po' boy and the soft shell crab. And, you know, Shep is that guy that's like, oh, look at this. Look at this. Like how, I mean, listen, food is cool. And I love eating it at like three in the morning when I'm naked in bed. But like at the same time, like Shep, like how often are we going to be amazed by food if you're Shep? Shep's that guy that's amazed by all food. Remember that party a couple of weeks ago at Naomi's? He was like, oh, we got my favorite shucker here. We got the good oyster guy guy and he was just like shut he's so he truly is a child yeah he's a simple simple man so let's go over to olivia let's go over to one season olivia that's what i call her although i will say she is making she is making more effort um than a one season would so i could be wrong on this but until further notice her name is one season olivia so she's meeting up with Catherine. yeah and she's very fancy because yeah. she orders the Sauvignon Blanc. So they're at a sushi place, and Catherine comes in, and she's like, Ew, it smells like fishy. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? What do they call this? Pizza? Sushi. Ooh, you took me place to a rot. You took me to a rotten place. Ooh. <laughs> she's like, Ew. Well, I truly got the feeling that Catherine had never, (laughs) this was the first time Catherine had ever heard of sushi. Like it was like, it was eerie because you got the sense that you're like, oh no, like she truly doesn't know what sushi is. Like, because the end of mommy, he's like, end of mommy, she's like, those, those little beanies, are those beanies, those those beanies. beanies. Eating memes. What are they? Beans. And they're like, oh. Do you guys have any sad meatballs here? Um, and she's like, can I get a painkiller? I was like, wow, we just skipped right over that plot line. We're going to talk about this. <laughs> like, Dude, I, the same thing. I was like, oh my God, we're weirdly honest today. Like, and I was like, oh, it's a drink. You know, can I, <laughs> yeah. can I get a, a, like a even- pound? <laughs> Can I get a pound of the Obivia, uh, Bolivian blow, please? Uh, the drink. <laughs> um, can I get um, the armband with a shot of H? That would be great. So terrible. Can I get a shot of I haven't paid my taxes in season two of Southern Charm, please? <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. Okay, so all I really care about in the scene is the food, because then when he comes over, she's like, um, can I have the shrimp team pure? 
temper, temper, temper. Is it called temper? He's like the tempura. It's like, well, that's I've never heard that either, sir. So you tempura? can drop your fucking attitude. Yeah. The umlauts over the U. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna name a child that umlauts. <laughs> um. So they uh, and I will. Wait, are you announcing right now that you're going to have a kid? You're not going to save that for Amazon Live at all. You're announcing that right here tonight. You are having a child. This is you're technically name a Patreon episode, the Amazon Live of uh, podcasters. <laughs> I'm selling this beautiful Pellegrino. Also, Lisa <laughs> Vanderpump is a cut fitness. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> um, so okay so they start talking about caleb do you think this relationship's real i have my doubts at this point olivia and Catherine's friendship or caleb and Catherine? No, caleb and Catherine. It, it's yeah i don't know man it seems real in the sense that they i think have slept together but like emotionally i feel like caleb like all of a sudden Catherine walked into this season feeling things. And he was like, I thought our whole thing was, we have no feelings. Like I thought our whole thing is we don't talk <laughs> emotions at all. Like you've always been that way. And like, you look like hot when we go out and now you're mm-hmm. wanting feelings. And that's just something I don't do. Like, so I feel yeah. like it's real, but it's real in the sense of like two hot people or like, you, you know, like two hot people where it's like, I've watched hot people have relationships and it's so different than any other kind of relationship that I've had. It's like a whole, like, it's like bachelor people. It's like they're it's on a whole different plane of just like yeah. good looking people. They're like, I guess I have to show you my privates because you're good looking as well. Like, it's like a, a whole unspoken cut code. Yeah. Like, we're hot. Are we fucking right That's now? It. I can't even really well, tell. Like, we're both hot. There's no other conversation. Yeah. Like, do you yeah. think, do you think Caleb's like, what's going over? Like, I'm just so worried about the people in the Ukraine right now. Like, what do you even think? Like, there's no, there's nothing. Like if you said, turn on CNN, he's like, what? I don't even know. Is that a Christian thing? What is that? Is that like a, like, um, yeah, I just think it's kind of fishy that, you know, they brought him onto the show and then they immediately broke up. And so now he's like a cast member, but he really doesn't have that connection still. I don't know. It's Whoa. It seems Dude, do you see Austin trying to talk to him last week? Austin was like, I haven't seen you since uh, the Catherine's thing. How you uh, how you doing? And Caleb's like, good, great. Like it was not like there was no there there was no. And then yeah. Caleb he's even he's just figuring it out as the talking heads happen because he's like, yeah, man, I don't know why Shep and Taylor would have sex without a condom on. I guess it feels good. And he like answered his own question. He was like, well, I guess it's because you probably feels good down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's too sweet for this show for, for me. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you, they're going to hurt you. They're going to ruin you on this show, sir. Um, what was I going to say? Who cares? It's over. Yeah. I thought it was over. Okay. So, um, Okay, this is Olivia. So you're talking about like how hot people are just like automatically fuck. That's what makes yeah. me crazy about Olivia. Because the only way oh, this is what I was gonna say about Caleb. The only way they really cast on this show is you have to fuck somebody to come on the show, right? And you have to yeah. make it seem like it's real. So they all pretend they're in these like Chelsea and Austin. They pretended that they were in that thing, and that's how Austin got on. And then 
that was a disaster or whatever. But it's like everybody has to pretend. Like, remember when, uh, what's their f- dolphin laugh? Uh, <laughs> My daddy got me a website. Landon. Landon. <laughs> yeah, Landon. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm flirting with Shep. Oh, you are not. Shut up. No one is buying this. I feel like this is the Caleb entrance. It's like they're forcing him. And now they're like, it's like human trafficking in a way. Like they're trafficking Olivia to Austin. They're like, you want to be on this? Whitney's like, you want to be on this show? You're going to have to fuck Austin. It's going to be hilarious. It's like, it's like, the- <laughs> well, it's like, it's like no, modern it is day like, hazing. <laughs> you can just, I picture Whitney at bars at like 1.55 in the morning just looking for people like, he you is. You ever think about TV? You got a face for TV. <laughs> yes. You really do. That's you what I think they TV. do. I think they go around <laughs> and he's like, I'm a producer and I have this show, you know? And um, so Olivia is like, she got paired with Austin, like the least desirable. And he doesn't seem to really like her. Like he hasn't called her to go out or do shit off camera. And no. She, her, his, but he said, but he said, but that, I'm, ta- I'm taking it slow. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. I'm just doing double dates. <laughs> <laughs> because you're fucking other people you're not dating this girl stop faking it and olivia's like you know what i want i want a man who like will get me an uber oh no you know what i want if you order postmates get me some postmates no you know what i want i want someone that's like it's raining outside i have an umbrella do you want to get under it that's what I was like. Oh my god! Aim higher, <laughs> Olivia. Well, she even goes. She goes. I probably won't even want the Postmates food. I probably won't even be hungry. But it would be nice. Like she already assumed. She's like, but I'll never. If you just offered it, I won't even. I won't even order it. So you wouldn't. You would save money. But just the thought there is nice. Yep. It's so sad. It grosses me out. And I feel like I feel. I kind of feel for all the women on this show because they all are in the same predicament, right? Um, but I also just want to like be the gay friend because I don't have that since Cooper left. And I just want to be, girl, no, get run. You know, call me at any time. I will come pick you up and we will run. Wait, will why don't they have the gay friend? Name. They have everybody else now. Like they, they've, they've managed to try to represent all like a lot of the, you know, really cool characters that we're bringing in. But why don't we have the, the, the gay man or the gay woman or the like, I, I mean, know. what? Maybe that's Leva. I don't know. I don't, this doesn't seem like that group to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't well, see. Well, can you imagine can, a guy trying to get in there with Shep and Craig? Of like, uh, you know, like. Shep being like, want to play cornhole? I guess you already do. <laughs> Gosh, I'm just kidding. Gosh, hey, man. So you, do you, hey, do you think I'm still in shape for a guy my age? You know, like, hey, yes. Randy, do you think I'm still in shape? Hey, Randy, do you think I'm sexy? Because I think a guy would tell him real quick, like, you you are not all that, you know? No. So, um, okay, so they start talking about the girls, you know, at the party. And Olivia, that's why I'm sensing that she might not be one season because she's a drama queen. She's like, yeah, well, you know, these girls really ganged up on me at that party, Catherine. I was like, no, they, no, they didn't. You got into some business that wasn't yours, and they told you to shut the fuck up. What were you expecting, ma'am? <laughs> But she's like, <laughs> and then they said sorry. Then uh, Vanita went over and said sorry, which she really didn't owe you. And Olivia's like, they ganged up on me. She's still trying to make this huge thing. And she's like Catherine's henchman, right? That's kind of the point. It's like, you you come on the show, you're going to have to fuck Austin and shoot with Catherine. So figure it out. 
Yeah, it's always. I mean, she's p- pretty much the Scott Disick of Southern Charm. Like, <laughs> she's just you have to shoot with people like Catherine because there's really very few people that are willing to shoot with Catherine on this show anymore. You know. Yeah. So they actually have to bring in newbies to do that. Yeah. And Catherine's no, really just trying to get this, beans. Yeah. She's trying to get beans out of the end of mommies. She's like, how did these get out of here? How did these? She's like, I'm going to bury these. <laughs> Catherine and the gigantic beanstalk. <laughs> it's like, ho, 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 everybody. <laughs> Who stole my golden goose? <laughs> Thomas Ravenel, the giant. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Look who we have here. Look who's back. You found my beanstalk. <laughs> Fee, five, four, four. My granddaddy built that bridge right there. Wait, that doesn't even rhyme, Thomas. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to tear down any of my family statues. Not up here in beanstalk land. <laughs> so they talk about break camp with Caleb. No one really cares. And um, Catherine's like, I just need that like forever person, you know, like I need that person who's going to be like, Hey, five year plan, 10 year plan, 14 year plan. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> It's like, I feel like they should, the editor should troll her and like, like actually put up the basic math of like five and then like scratch it off and 10 and you know, like, you know, sound it out, Catherine, you, you're so close. And by the way, do you think Catherine has a five and 10 year plan for herself? Like she's like this relationship. There's like, there's no plan there. There's no way Catherine's like in 10 years, I want to be the president of my own company. In 10 years, I'm not going to break my nail on googly eyes. That's for sure. Ten, ten years. I want to be in a room just to googly eyes. <laughs> okay, so then we go to we have a, a Caleb scene where he's just confused. He's like, I don't know what happened with Catherine, but like I was with Catherine, but then she wanted me to like make faces like this, like mm, I'm sad. Mm, am I doing it? Am I doing it? Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, too happy, too sad, too confused. (laughs) And by the way, his cousin, they're drinking like some kind of moonshine or something. They're like, ooh, that's strong. Ooh, that. And it truly, you say like he's confused about the Catherine thing, but like you're totally like, but not even like he's just confused. Like this is a man that's not even confused about Catherine. He's just confused about all about how life works in general. He's just like, I. And he goes, he kind of, he's like, I like the warmth of her body, her touch, being right there next to her sometimes. You know, like, it was just like really weird, yeah. basic. I like the way she breathes. Uh, yeah. When when she gets a snotty nose, she uses a Kleenex on it. That's cool. Yeah. She does that funny thing when I notice when she'll go pee-pee, she'll wipe. And <laughs> it's always a very cool thing to witness. Yeah. She likes vegetables sometimes. I want to marry her. <laughs> okay. Next next scene. Such a strong woman. She's a strong woman. <laughs> she told me in five years she wants to be better at making salads. <laughs> yeah. What's your 10-year plan? I'd like to work up to uh, salmon. Uh, just like a some kind of salmon recipe. <laughs> yeah. um, so... What's going on with your plant over there? 
Oh, sorry. I was secretly you? grabbing another Diet Coke because this oh, I is. I love it. Are you at Lisa Barlow? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm I'm just being very cautious, so I'm drinking Pellegrino. Well, I there's just this ate water. like five bagels, by the way. And I'm like, you oh, know did what? you really? I'm not going to drink a Diet Coke. That's unhealthy. I'm going to have a Pellegrino instead. <laughs> I did a train. I worked out with a trainer for the first time in years yesterday. And it was like one of those things where like you could tell like my muscles today feel like, dude, this was not the agreement. You said you would never use us again. <laughs> like it was like, and it was so sad to be in a training session where 20 minutes in, you were like, I fully give up. Like, you know, when you'd be like, oh, oh yeah, just kill me. Like, I don't even like, yeah. I don't have a will to live. Like, all it took was 20 minutes of like light exercise. And yeah. I was like, I'd give it all. Like, oh, just kill me. Yeah, yeah, I haven't exercised in so long. I was trying to do push-ups. Like, I'm trying to start push-ups again. My stomach hits the ground when I like go down there to do it. And I'm like, I can't even do a push-up because my stomach's too big. So now I'm like doing uh, bathroom counter push-ups. And I'm Dude. like, oh, my wrists hurt. <laughs> and then I can only do like five. And then I go read on the iPad in bed. And I'm like, oh, but now my wrists hurt. Sorry. I started, like I used to try to do push-ups and that was going okay. And then I had to, I had to make an adjustment to the girl push-ups on the knees. Where like I'm on the knees, but then my knees will yeah. hurt, so I'll put a towel under my knees yeah, to like it's all yeah. it's all falling apart. Like it's all it's gone. It's done. I just let it go. I mean, I used to go through phases where it's like I'm healthy now. I'm not healthy and like balloon up and down, but the down's not gone. I'm not going down anymore. Now I'm just oh, like, it just walking. stops. Ew, gross. I'm not doing that. Um, and I have a friend who's like, just get out there and walk, walk every day. I'm like, fuck you, die. I'm not walking. Well, fuck you. I I mean, like, I'm old enough now to know about cardio, but, like, people always try to throw those suggestions out. It's like Catherine with Caleb of, like, I just want somebody to love me for who I am. And it's like, yeah, I know how – I know if I walk for 45 minutes, it will be good for me. Like, that's not a new idea. Oh, right. Obviously, it does not sit and sat well with me at any point, and I've chosen not to walk. You know, like, that is yeah. not going to happen. My dentist told me. You have high blood pressure. That's a silent killer. And I was like, it's not anymore, is it? <laughs> Well then, well then, you shut up! Like, yeah, him, be yeah. quiet. Yeah. Now it's not. Now it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. killer. So yeah. thank you. Can you I just break let the cat up? Out of the back. <laughs> it's great though as you get older too. If you feel any kind of like heart thing or like you're like, oh, is this it? Is it? Is it? Is it go yes. time? Like very calmly. I'm oh, like, yes. uh-oh, are my pants on? Do I have porn open on the computer? Where do I have porn <laughs> <That's>, open? <laughs> yeah, where's the kill switch on my all my computer life? Like, all my – I want everything gone. I don't want anybody to dissect anything. I don't want to teach anybody when I'm gone. I don't want, like, oh, I learned a lesson from his death. I just, like, it's just over, and that's it. But do you that's ever think true. I'm your deathbed if you're going to ever – if you're going to think of Bravo on your deathbed, I always think about that. Like the last thing, will I, will I like think about the Shannon Bedore meme of like, here lies Shannon. And then I'll be like, Oh, how sad I'm thinking about Bravo as I'm dying. And then I'll be like, you knew you yeah. would. Yeah, I think so. I think Kyle Richards is just going to have like one of her pointed old, weird crooked fingers at me. Just going with the old hands. You were mean to me. <laughs> you should have been more open and honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Southern Charm. So speaking of working out and being bros, that was our bro segment, everybody. Yes, Thanks for yes. being here. Uh, let's go to Austin and Craig and possibly the best scene oh, of the season. This was like a Tennessee Williams play if Tennessee Williams was like a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's like Tennessee Williams as played by Pringle. He's like, well, you know what? That was like a cat on a hot tin roof. It's so hot out here. Hey, is, is there a – y'all have beer here, right? It's like, no, it's a roof. 
<laughs> to roof, John Pringle. By the way, Pringle, if you're listening, great listening this season. That's all he like. I don't know. I just feel like me and Paige are great. Yeah, cool. Very cool. cool. That's great. All you know, right. they got beer around here. That's all he is doing is looking for his next beer, you know? Oh, they're they're not even letting him talk about anything that possibly is going on in his life. It's just like, Pringle, just shut up and listen to whatever these main guys say. Just, just we need uh, like a warm body here. Well, Pringle has gone downhill fast. I mean, he was never really uphill. He started the show being like, my life is ruined and my ex hates me. And now I'm here because there's someone to take care of my kids when I fall down drunk. But yeah, bro, so Bravo's like, like bro, Bravo's like, do you have any plans to change your life at all? And he's like, no. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get worse. I can tell you that. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, you can be a friend of. <laughs> yeah, these abs aren't gonna be forever, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, because Pringle at this point is basically like he's got like a bandana around his neck and an open can of like beans over a fire. That's what I feel like he is. right. <laughs> it's now. like, where's your hobo stick with the red handkerchief of like, I'm going to go visit Craig's Pillow store and get a free beer. <laughs> we'll work for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd be wearing one of these. But God damn it. Well, I'm not proud, but I'm not. I'm not not proud. <laughs> so we go to Austin and Craig on the golf course, and uh, this is what you were talking about with the like leathery skin and the weird shiny clothes. You know, how golf people have to wear like shiny things for whatever. And they're reason. always it's like, like it's tucking not a hunting range. Like, it's like someone's not going to accidentally shoot you. Well, they're like tucking things in, and they're all proud of their outfits, even though I don't think you could wear them anywhere but a golf course. And then there's always like so many accoutrements. It's like Johnny Depp getting ready to go out. There's always like bracelets and hats involved. And then they're always so proud, but it's like you're just you're you're trying to brag. Like he's like, "Hey, Craig, check out these shoes. These are my cool. Like, check out these shoes, man. Um, these are my lucky shoes." And Craig's golf. Like, Cool, bro. Cool. With his passive aggressive mouth burps. <laughs> I just got off the phone with Paige. She told me I was amazing. <laughs> um, so Austin's like, so, uh, you know, uh, like Deion uh, Sanders says, you know, you look good, and then you feel good, and then you play good, and then if you play good, then you feel good, and then if you feel good, then you play good, and if you play and you feel good, you'll have good poops, which are really important. They're more important than you would think, Craig. <laughs> Craig's like, that's actually not it. He like immediately was like, that's not the Deion Sanders quote. The actual quote is, you look good, you good, you feel, you're gonna play the good, and then you're gonna pay. They're gonna pay you then the good. That is the actual quote from Mr. Deion Sanders. You fucking idiot. Like I love how he looks down on Austin. That isn't the quote, you dork. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on a pillow. Could you imagine? Is that like a body pillow, Craig? Like he was like, I want to put that on a pillow. I was like, that's a really long quote for a pillow. Could you imagine trying to read that on any size of pillow? Of like, what does it say here? And like, and also, is that like, is there a huge market for girls in the Deion Sanders quote? You know, or is this for like guys well, only in their pillows? Well, what just happened is it became a Craig quote. You know, because you put that on a pillow, and they're like, Oh my god, I got the Dion Warwick pillow. <laughs> <laughs> they'd love it they'd like show it off they'd be like it's my bravo birthday party look what i did. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh they're doing that thing where they're still feeling each other out because they're like bros yeah they're like bros again but craig still hates austin and austin still kind of hates craig but he can't go out with shep anymore so he's like trying to figure out what to do 
But Austin, it's just, it's so ridiculous because I feel like Austin is so much more in love with Craig than Craig is in love with Austin. And I don't even mean in like a gay way or anything like that, but it's like one of those weird things. This is how childlike they are, is that like literally he was like, we used to hang out all the time. And it's like, you were in COVID, man. Like you lived together and you, there was no other people you could hang out with you. Like by default, you had to be that close. And he's like, you just, you just found a girl and you just took, you just ran. And he's like, yeah, that's what you, you got a girlfriend, man. Like, what are you not getting here? This isn't a personal thing. Yeah. Um, but there's also that competitive thing with work. Cause Craig's like, yeah, I'm a pillow maven. So, <laughs> so there's that bro. So how's it going with you? So Austin goes, so when did you play? Uh, when did you, uh, when did you like, uh, play last? When did you golf last? And Craig's like, uh, the other day with Shep. And he's, you just see Austin like, oh, okay, well, oh, great. So you've taken Shep from me now. Well, guess what, man? Uh, I have I have a, a huge meeting with uh, Harris Teeter, bro. So that's big. That could uh, increase my production 10 times. It's insane right now. It's insane right now. It's like, yeah, it was, it was literally like my girlfriend is a model in Canada. He was like, yeah, big things are happening for Trop Up. I know everybody says it tastes like deer piss, but we're going to ramp up production. You know, if somebody named Kanye West, well, he said I could be a billionaire. (laughs) But I like that he, like the name that he said, like Craig should know of like, Ooh, that's a good beer distributor. Oh yeah. Harris Teeter. That's like a big grocery store there. That's huge. Oh really? I thought it was just some random name that he made up i was like that's amazing no that's actually a big grocery store chain there and everyone's like oh my god when we went to uh charleston people were like did you go to harris tater tweeter whatever it is and we went and we were like wow this is so great it's a gross fucking grocery store you know but when you find a new when you're gay and you find a new grocery store it's like wow did you see where they laid out their chocolate pretzels i mean it was bold that is bold placement harris He's <laughs> like, but I do like that Craig did take it in of like, wow, he really is doing good. Like well, you know, like he there, did it the was, burp it, thing. He was like, oh, well, that's cool. We can hang. <laughs> so then they start. Uh, Austin's like, yeah, and then I have to move out of my parents. Yeah, I mean, my parents have to move out of my childhood home, and like, I need emotional support, bro. But like, also help moving. Craig's like, moving sucks, but. <laughs> It could be fun. Let's do it. I say we take some butter knives and show those walls who's their daddy. Right? <laughs> like he's like, could you help me dig up my time capsule at my old parents' house? You know, like it's like we've got, I've got an old stash of porn in the walls that I'd help me, yes. like you to help me get out. He's definitely got a couple of hustlers and crusty socks in that. Bin. Like, we are we going to see a whole episode of them going back to this house and yeah. Austin like doing if these walls could talk of like, <laughs> I remember this room. Somebody let me do butt stuff here my first time. You know, like I mean, like is it going to be that play, memory and then he takes Craig more? It's a HBO does a mini series about Austin's if these walls could talk, you know, and the little Austin kid is played by one of the kids from Stranger Things, you know. <laughs> so wouldn't that be great if we do flashbacks of Austin just looking at like a, a window or something? Mm. And then he he's like, I remember that very well. <laughs> and then we cut back to young Austin. Did you see that episode of If These Austin Walls Could Talk, where Austin found crusty socks in a bin, and he was played by Julianne Moore? That was the art, the but, artistry there. That yeah, was. Also, 
But also, Julianne Moore, I really forgot it was Julianne Moore halfway through. Like, it was, if to me, it was Austin by the end. I, Great I, mouth I work. She would just keep moving her mouth, even though she wasn't saying it. It wasn't really going with the words. Uh, so let's see. They're talking, you know, just talking about all this stuff. And um, yeah. Austin's like, yeah, and, uh, you know, like, I've got this girl, like, Olivia, but we've gone on some double dates with Shep, but, like, we haven't seen her. I'm taking it slow. I'm taking it slow, bro. I'm, I'm taking it slow with this girl. <laughs> this would be a perfect t- time for Craig to be like, well, you're not going to fuck it up like you did in Summer House and Winter House, are you, man? Like, I mean, like, really, these are the times where I'm like, why are we acting like the uh, this, like, it's funny that like Craig's like, wow, you're really doing it this time, taking it slow, just doing the double dates. Just doing yeah. the double dates, right? And he goes, you're over Madison, right? Oh, yeah, man, totally. I'm totally over Madison. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So then they, um, let's see, they start talking about, oh, then we get tall privilege, okay? So we were talking about tall privilege earlier. So Austin's like, bro, Olivia, is like, she's so fucking calm, bro. Like, it's like amazing to be in a relationship almost, like kind of double date relationship with someone like that because like she's so chill. And you know why, bro? Because I think she's tall. She's tall. That's it. And I think like I've dated short people and short people are just, just angry little demons. Like, excuse me, you poop logs and you can't fit on a plane. You can't fit in a plane seat. So anytime anybody has to sit next to you, the rest of us are suffering. And yes, I am saying that as a person who takes up two plane seats with my muffin top. Fuck you, tall person. <laughs> and Craig is actively trying to like remember how tall Paige is. Was like, is she an angry little demon? Does does is he mean is he mean Paige? Because yeah, he's like the, all the shorts are angry little demons that need to die. You know? <laughs> yeah, kill the shorts. So um they talk about the double dating and blah blah blah. So then he's like, Okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make a move right now with with Olivia, with tall Olivia, with tall one season Olivia. Okay. So I'm gonna text her. I'm gonna say, Hey, 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 with three Y's. So like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's with more ease. Like, hey. Hey. But he's going, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that when people extend. I mean, I guess Y is a vowel, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's not a strong starter, I think. Like, and I like that he's obviously it's something that's like in his repertoire. Like he's done this many times. Like for all of you ladies that have gotten texts from Austin with three Y's in the first word, like please reach out because I know there's got to be like a whole support group of these women, you know? Yeah. Um. So hey, yeah, 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 and um. So Craig's like, no, no, not, don't do that. Don't do that like that. All right. Just say, hey, that's it. Don't say so. So, hey, because like, so is like really disrespectful. If you like, so don't do, don't do that. Don't say it. He's like, okay, okay. I'm going to take that out. So, wait, no, so. Okay. How about this one? Hey, how about clear your schedule? Craig's like, yeah, that's sexy as fuck. Clear your schedule? Fuck he that. goes, I if pop. I got a text like that, I'd fucking pop a rod immediately, man. <laughs> like, now you're like, hey, you, hey, you are going to this thing. It's not even an ask. You will be here at this time. That like, that's hot. Man. But should that I be hot. that confident? Should I be that confident? He's like, fuck yeah. All right, let's all right, do it again. But take out the ho- take out the A, then take out the and don't add a period. And by the end, it's just like, yo, skank, drink tomorrow or die in sleep. No, no it's period. just it's just a dick pic. It's just a dick pic of just Austin here. Drop hop this, and that's it. <laughs> like, but it's just so great because I even when this the scene started, what impressed me was uh Craig going, 
you getting any vibes from Olivia? And he was awesome. He was like, yeah, her vibe is she's confused as shit by me. <laughs> like, he was like, look. I'm a rebel, man. I'm a bad boy, dude. Like, she's really confused. When I'm like, yeah, once again, we're like in Caleb land. Yeah, she's just really confused as a person, you know? Yeah. Love it. Yeah, you know what you should do to not confuse her? Use three Ys in the hay. I love that Craig gave notes on everything except the three Ys. You know, he's like, yeah. nope, that makes sense. That that makes total sense, that part. Well, Craig, and Craig's land, too, he goes, punctuation is worse than emojis. <laughs> it's like i love the rules these men have for themselves he's like no man we all know punction at some point he throws out to use an ellipses of a dot 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 which when my mom does it it always comes off oddly threatening but my mom does it with everything is just put three dots so she'd be like look forward to look forward to seeing you dot 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 which always sounds like are you like i don't understand are you doesn't seem like seems like there's something mystery mysterious happening oh yeah that's implying a lot of stuff and most implied stuff is not good right like there's not yeah. like good news that's implied it's always bad shit like you're coming home soon dot 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 to clean your fucking room, you fucking. <laughs> You're coming home soon. Dot dot dot. We never wanted you. Coming home soon, and I made pie. It's never that. It's never something nice. <laughs> okay, so let's go over to this tea party setup because this recap needs to be 19 hours long. Uh, so we go to. <laughs> we go. Welcome to so bad it's good land. <laughs> I'm starting to get it. <laughs> 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 so we go to party setup and it's like this beautiful i mean charleston really is a beautiful place but it's also just so beautiful because we're like oh my god is that real brick <gasps> is that moss growing on brick this is amazing like anyone from a place like la or like a yeah, newer yeah. place you know we see anything it's like is that dirt on the ground this is just so charming oh. You know, but every time I, but then I temper that with just thinking about how much it looks like I would sweat there. Like every time, like they're like with fans, this whole scene. And I'm like, oh, this would not be a good climate for me. <laughs> like I, I literally put myself at that girl's party and I'm like, oh, I would just be dripping at this point, apologizing yeah. to people. They're all even fanning themselves and they live here. Imagine what it's like for somebody just to visit. It just, it, it's, it just seems, ugh. it's horrible. I went there. It's beautiful, and I have never sweated, sweat so much. I wanted to die. And everything's on a – they have a lot of rooftop bars and stuff, and I was like, this is why. People just can't take it anymore. <laughs> like, the you can't handle this? There's the exit, sir. <laughs> um, so we go to this party set. It's like girly. It's like everybody's wearing pink. We're all wearing we're girls. Girls like pink. So they were doing that, and um, – Madison comes. There's like violin players. Do girls really like this shit? Do they? Do any girls want to sit outside with fans, sweating balls, with fucking violins playing? Really? Yeah. I mean, the little sandwiches on the table and the little flowers and the drink. And it's like, I know there's a theme, but at a certain point, like, you know, I don't know. Just uh, like, did, did those people play any songs that any of these ladies know? Well, no. What are they going to play on a violin? You know, that's not like... <laughs> Back that ass up. Back that ass up. <laughs> I always default to brass monkey. I don't know why. Um oh we forgot to talk about can you believe we forgot something? Oh. This has already doubled the length of the show. But um 
Madison called Catherine and invited Catherine and Olivia to this party, right? Yeah. Which she knows is super shitty because Vanita hates those girls. And it's Vanita's joint birthday party. So Madison, tricky ass Madison. And that is how you keep a job on Bravo, everybody, right there. <laughs> but do you ever like, and Madison, she seemed like, because me, I would do it if I was told I'd have to do it or try to create drama. You would tell like, hey, Catherine, uh, do you want to come to the party? Like, you know, I would be really like scared about doing it because I know it's a really bad move. Uh, it's good for the drama, but really offensive towards the person that you're actually throwing the party with and to not even check in with her not even to like and we even get a flashback scene of who we're inviting and those people were never talked about on this party so it truly is a shock for vanita today yeah and she never tells her so vanita just sees them on these ribbons and she's like so Catherine and olivia are coming uh what's what's that about and she's like well yeah, they're coming, and I'm really hoping for positive vibes, which is why I just strangely signed you with the last second, sucker. Welcome to television, stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. maybe one day you'll meet A-Rod. This is how we do it in the big leagues, girl. Yep. I don't have any, any man drama this year, so I'm going to fuck all y'all over. Have fun. <laughs> so, um, Vanita is not pleased, obviously, but she's like, okay, so what are my options here? I can get pissed, but that's not going to do any good, right? So she's just kind of, like, annoyed. She's, like, base yeah. level annoyed with Madison, but she just keeps looking at Madison because this is how Madison works. She makes you think you're safe, you know? Yeah. She really does. Because she's like, aren't we having fun? By the way, why were you such a bitch the other day, Vanita? And you're like, whoa! I thought we <laughs> no, it is our joint birthday party, but I'd like, uh, you know, but also at the same time, it's mainly uh, an engagement party. <laughs> <laughs> so she has this party, announces she's getting engaged, and then has the whole party decorated like a wedding party. So Oh, totally. Like I'm at some point I was shocked that she wasn't like giving like like empty champagne glasses to Benita. Like, could you do something with these, please? Could you? Oh my god. Yes. And then she's just like, What? Why would she even be upset? You know, she just plays dumb. So no, positive well. vibes. The fact that we even say positive or vibes anymore, whoever brought that up to be hip in our lexicon in this like last five year period is wild. Uh oh. No, you didn't lose me. I just feel like I'm vaping too much because it's like late night and I'm like, oh, I, I took myself off camera. Okay. For that one. <laughs> People are like, are you okay over there? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Vanita's, Vanita just keeps looking at her like, you're really doing, you're really doing this to me right now on TV. Like again, what the fuck, dude? It was like, Usual Suspects. It was like, like at the very last scene of Usual Suspects when they're like piecing it together, and Vanita's like, oh, oh, and she realizes there's cameras, so she's trying to keep cool. Like, why would you do that? Okay, very right, cool. and very in, cool. Just to play devil's advocate, because Madison is definitely the devil in this situation. I think Madison's like, well, I'm doing her a favor because what she done. She, she needs something to do. This girl needs something to do. I like her. I want her to have a job, so I'm going to give her something to do. And Vanita's looking at her like, I can't believe you. And Madison's like, what? I'm doing you a favor. Have fun. Enjoy your party. Oh, at some point, I think we're going to have a conversation in the future between Vanita and Austin. And Austin will be like, that's what she does, man. Asshole, man. That's what she does, Vanita. I yeah. told everybody. Oh, yes, because she's going against the girl code, right? And so Vanita's part of the girls, like the girls yeah. who are like, 
oh, really? Are you one of the girls? Then why are you talking to her? You know? So <laughs> she is part of that crew. And so they're definitely going to have like a turn on Madison moment where they're going to all apologize to Austin and be like, oh, we didn't see it. We Sorry we mistreated you. We really didn't see what you're, you were going through. Yeah. Austin. And then he's Madison! Then he's going to order a, uh, Postmates and not offer them any. Um, so then, uh, so basically, it's just like everybody's coming. Leva comes in some weird bow on her head. I'm not understanding Leva. And then she's also real giggly all of a sudden. And she's like, guys, do you know what my son does? He, like, throws a ball. And then he's like, the ball's, throw- the ball's in the air. <laughs> is that funny, guys? I was like, are you geeked out? What is wrong? Did you snort something on your way? What the fuck is going on with you, Vanita? I whatever I think Erica Jane and her have the same doctors this season. Like it's just wild to I mean, she really does seem just way too happy about children's basic activities of like, oh my god, he walked uh himself. Well, he's seven now, yeah. But he no, he, he walks so good. Like yeah. he, it's amazing. And she's whipping out this new personality. So Naomi comes, and of course she's like <laughs> It's Naomi's attitude. And so Leva is talking to her, of course. And then they've both spilled something on each other, on themselves. And uh, Leva's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I already spilled. I mean, what is it? What's that saying? Like, what if a bird flocks? Okay, wait, one flocking bird. Oh, my God. What if one bird flocks and then another bird's flocking? Is there, are there three birds or two? Do you have an abacus? I was like, you are just high off your fucking board right now. And Craig's like, that's not the quote. It's Deion Sanders. The quote is two of a flock. Uh, you know, looks good, pays good. Slap it on a pillow. <laughs> and Naomi's like, Are you okay? It's two birds of a feather f- or no, it's birds of a feather flock together. Durr. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. Uh, Vanita is, goes up to her and she's like, so Leva, can I ask you a quick question? So I know that you've figured out things with Catherine, meaning you have forgiven her for being just a fucking terrible person online. So that's great. How do I get to that? point and uh love is like oh i'm glad you asked because there's something in your heart apparently it's like if there was one bird with a heart would it flock with another bird without the same thing in its heart i, I literally had to rewind it back because she was like you know that means that there's that there is a heart and then i was like oh i think i'm missing the next part but it, there wasn't she just said that there's a heart and I'm like, okay, but what else? Like, she's like, that just means there's a heart. It's just there's a heart there. And I'm like, whose heart are we talking? Like, what heart is like? Are you are you okay? Like, what what heart are we talking about? But I think she like meant like right like that's like you have a big heart, and that's why you're worried about this. I think she's thinking like it's it's on your it's something on your heart like it's bugging you. Oh so yeah. I wanted to ask okay. you like are you still thinking about this? I mean I don't fucking know, you know. So I, I got By the way, we we've given Levin an entire Lisa Vanderpump show. Like this is we've given her a whole show solo. I mean get ready for it everybody. This is what you're going to get. Hey everybody. Yeah. Hey everybody. These are the specials. That's the only reason she's on this show, I think, is to spin that one off. Because I can yeah. see no other reason, really. But she's here to, like, spin that one off. So she's just showing up, like, 
I don't I don't know what she's doing. She's crazy. So now um, she basically is like, I just let it go. She doesn't answer her, really. So Vanita's like, well, yeah, I guess it's on my heart because I haven't let it go. So I guess I will talk to Catherine today. Thanks for the advice, Vinny. Uh, Leva. I'm like, Leva didn't say shit. She said heart. <laughs> like heart. 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 So Catherine and Olivia are coming together, and Olivia is like kind of nervous. <laughs> Catherine goes, "Are you nervous?" And Olivia goes, "Only in my head." <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's only in my head and in uh, my body. <laughs> it hurts. And by um, the way, Catherine, I don't even think Catherine's so used to this stuff. She's like literally like. Yep, let's get to this party. Are you nervous? Like, like she's like, this ain't my first rodeo. Let's go. Yeah, Catherine's like, how are they gonna screw me over today? However, they're gonna screw me over today can't be worse than the googly eye attack I suffered at the beginning of this episode. I'm ready to go. So they arrive, and Vanita's like, oh, Catherine, hi. So they make an effort, which is cute. And um, Madison, you just hear Madison over there going, I just knew immediately he was the one, and that's why I did this on Amazon Prime Day. And (laughs) Vanita is so fucking annoyed at this point. Yeah, she literally hears that. She goes, oh, you're talking about the engagement again. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I got it. So Catherine goes up to Madison and she's like, Mom to mom, like I really know how hard it is to find someone to eat meat unseasoned meat with you. And I'm so happy for you. Madison's like, Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Just kidding, I can't. But I'm gonna pretend I could. I'm a Westworld robot. (laughs) They're flying my eye, tell me if there is. And and Naomi and Leva are like lurking in the background, hovering around this conversation. I don't know if you notice that. Like they're waiting to see if anything happens. Yeah. They're both like, gross, Catherine's here. So um, Naomi's like, I'm going to go say hi, guys. I'm so sick of being the bigger person. Like I'm always the bigger. Hey, everybody, watch watch me be the bigger person. Hi, Catherine. And she goes, how are you? It's so good to see you. How are you? Yeah. She's like, hi. What I was just saying is a mom. It's so hard to find. Okay. Okay. Bye. So she walks off and Catherine, it just goes to Catherine. She goes, fuck that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So now Naomi pulls over Olivia, right? Yeah. She's like, all right, child, come on, let's have a talk. Because, like, I mean, what the fuck? I'm supposed to fight with you? What are you, 11? Okay, come on, let's talk. Okay, look, we had a bad start. I think Catherine, you know, there's, like, so much unexplained history with Catherine. Like, basically, like, if I had to boil it down, she sucks. So it has nothing to do with you. (laughs) Catherine's a dumb bitch. You're fine still, I guess. Like, I literally, I was thinking about you earlier, and I couldn't even remember what you looked like. And I'm looking at you right now, and I... I see nothing. And by the way, the first the first part of this conversation, she had actually uh, told a waitress, and then she realized it wasn't Olivia halfway through. She's like, you aren't even Olivia. Let me go. Who's Olivia? Who is that girl? Yeah, she's like that agent in L.A. I don't see anything. So 
By the I'm way, really by the way, if you don't want to be here too, though, uh, uh, Naomi, like, don't like Naomi. I don't know if she likes anybody genuinely here. I don't think she like she makes fun of Leva. Like, I mean, she seriously. I don't know. Is there one person that you think Naomi truly respects as an equal of any no. of these people? No, Naomi. Naomi's back at the job. She quit at home. Like she's miserable, you know. But I think that that's Naomi's charm. I mean, that's what's fun about Naomi. She's always like, <sighs> look when she was dating Craig, and she's like, idiot. What do you do? Sit at home all day and f- make fucking pillows, Craig? And he's like, what's wrong with my sewing? I mean, that's what Naomi, that's Naomi's superpower. <laughs> Craig's just like, I think you'd really love the dude I became. You'd really like that guy. And then she goes, stabbed you in your eyes. <laughs> Meanwhile, in that scene, he's like, yeah, you got to meet that guy. It's like taking it like the, you know, Coke balls out of his nose. Literally, his nose is red. It's streaming down snot. He's like, you really love who that guy it turned out to be. <laughs> he's really cleaned up his act. Oh, yeah, he's got pillows. So... Um, so anyway, they have this talk and Olivia's like, well, I was trying to make it clear that like, I'm not on anybody's side, but like Catherine was being spoken about and like Catherine wasn't there. So I was like, you know, it's about decency and Ed and Mimi's, you know what I mean? Which are beans in case you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, are there any Ed Mimi's here at this party? That's Sushi. (laughs) Get out of here. You were fired, Thomas. (laughs) The courts can't find me up here. (laughs) Oh, so she's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I can respect that. Like, that's cool. And like, also, I respect that you didn't back down because like, I know it could have been it couldn't be easy because, like, you were you said something that everyone was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, like, I respect the shit out of that. So, like, whatever problems are happening around, like, it has nothing to do with you. Like, who are you? Please get a hello, my name is Tag, because seriously, <laughs> love you, mean it, call me. Please don't. <laughs> Thanks for the chat. Thanks for the chat, Nomi. Good talk. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so what happened after this? Oh, cousin well, Marcy comes. Yeah, it's me, cousin Marcy. It's so pregnant. So God, anybody want to fuck Shep? Because he's nuts. All right, we're rich. By the way, I love that Marcy's first episode. She's like, you know how much I used to want to fuck Austin. Like that's her whole thing. Like even she goes to Naomi. Hey, you seen his dick yet? Like she literally goes like, where are we with Austin? And by the way, I know she's pregnant and stuff, and I, I'm just making a joke here, but at the same time, you could see her like eyeing the champagne. I'm like, man, I'd love some of that. Mm. Yeah, she's like, yeah, well, I would love some champagne, but I'm pregnant, so obviously I just drink in private, so get the fuck away from me <laughs> yeah. with that. Where's the bathrooms here? <laughs> I only drink in my nose now and the occasional beer, you know, just <laughs> yeah. for the yeast. Just yeah. for the yeast. <laughs> It's good. Good for the baby. So fucking Marcy, who's the worst penis pusher in the world. She's like, you want to have a baby with Shep, right? Why don't you just have a baby with Shep? Yeah, fuck Shep right now, Taylor. Hey, Taylor, still not using any protection? Good job. You're going to get him. You're going to get him. <laughs> you're going to trap my cousin so bad. You're gonna, it's gonna be, you're going to trap him so good, girl. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and Taylor's just like, Oh my God! You know what? Are you dating? Uh, are you dating Austin yet, Olivia? I want to see this transpire. I really do. I mean, first off, like 
the use of the word transpire was like, I was like, wow, transpire. We're using the word transpire, but also who wants to see somebody with Austin? Wouldn't you like be like, I'm real worried about you with Austin, unless it's some kind of like weird, like she gets her kicks out of watching people in pain. I'm like, yeah, get feelings Misery. for Austin. Misery yeah. loves company. It's, she just wants someone else to well, be a disinterested man who's cheating on her. You know, they can yeah. talk about that shit together. And you can also tell she's dating shit by saying shit. I want to see this transpire. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then um, Leva. Okay, this is so awkward. So Leva and Catherine and Vanita are talking to this new friend who we don't know yet. I'm just calling her friend because I don't know who she is. Was so, it Toddy? I think like, like her name was Toddy or something. Oh, thank you, Toddy. Okay, I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. So, Todd, sounds good. Uh, love the name. So, she's, they're talking, and Love is like, so, Catherine, like, how is it with you and Caleb? Catherine's like, we broke up. And Vanita's like, oh, that's sad. Listen, that is sad. Yeah, it sure is. But you know what? We're here to have a good time, right? Let's have a good time. Let's manifest happiness and peace. <laughs> positive vibes. Positive vibes. Oh, this is when Love is like, my boy is so cute. You guys, he plays yeah. tennis. And then he goes, butterfly. Isn't that hilarious? Keep your eye on the ball. My God, it's tennis. Like, why are we focusing on butterfly? Like, I'm like, are you about to say he got kicked off the tennis team? Because he was like chasing butterflies half the time? Yeah, next time we see the kid, he's going to have a little eye patch on. It's going to be like that. <laughs> 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 and then the next episode, he has two eye patches on. Just like limping in. You know? <laughs> Butterfly. Butterfly. So, um, let's see. So they start. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, this so is, this the is big. so weird. Yeah. Okay. So the Fred Toddy, I guess, is like, you know, it's like, oh, Catherine says, you know, the innocence of children is so refreshing. And. <laughs> Which is such a weird thing to say, right? <laughs> yeah. And so Dottie's like, yeah, you know, I mean, like, kids are so good, but it's like bad kids. It's like parents raise their kids to be bad. And Catherine goes, yeah. And it's like a cycle because, like, the kids who are bad, like, they have parents who are bad, but then they raise kids who are bad. And it's like a same problem over and over. And unfortunately, our system works against changing that. <laughs> I was like, did you just, is Catherine running? Did she just announce, like, did she just, like, Catherine 20, 2024? Like, the system works against this. Hi, I'm from the Department of Not Becoming Your Mother. Okay, just, just coming to do a wellness check over here. You kids okay? Ronnie, you've got a martini in your hand. You're becoming your mother. You're coming with me. Get in the car. Get in the car. Okay. Did you see Vanita? By speaking of googly eyes, did you see Vanita's reaction? She was like, what? Like, what did you say? Okay. So then it gets more awkward because Vanita decides that this is her time. To have her talk with Catherine. <laughs> she goes, uh, Catherine tried to say say some big words. It's uh, my time to pounce. It was really wild because I was like, oh, wow. Like, you're really going to do this. This is like an actual conversation you're having. Yeah. So Vanita's like, so is she just doing this for show? Like, I don't get this. Like, because the small actions she makes trickles down to her kids. And I'm like. Which part? Like, what are we talking? Which part are we talking about? I just was at this point. I wasn't sure. So then, Vinita's the meatballs. Like, 
<laughs> it could be. Is yeah. it the dangerous googly eyes? Is it the meatballs? <laughs> like, there's ten things it could be in this episode alone. Yeah. So she's like, you know, um, you know, in that moment of anger that you had with she who shall not be named, and I was like, Ashley, <laughs> what season? <laughs> I was like, could you literally say a name? Because I'm so good. Like, I was like, help me out, man. Because I like, I was like, I think I, I really just was genuinely confused. I didn't get uh, it. I think she probably was a little nervous. So this was a little ham handed. You know, I obviously once she got it out, I was like, oh, but um, she said, um, okay, so, you know, she helped, who shall not be named. So, you know, you say the system, like, and we can't teach our kids better. But, like, as someone who's trying to understand you better, and you know what? Like, I am. But, like, you don't teach your kids that, right? And Catherine's like, yeah. What? Teach teach your kids what? What are you talking about? And then we see the text on the screen with yeah, the monkey. Yeah, don't emoji. use the like, emoji. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, duh. But I thought. I just didn't, it didn't feel like a lead up to that. You know, I was confused. No, it was like a really weirdly sloppy lead up. And I didn't, I, you know, I, I couldn't see where it was going. And then I was like, okay, okay. And then, yeah, it's like, don't use that emoji. You know, you say, don't use that to the, the, the emoji to the kids, you know, and I'm asking this nicely, Catherine. I'm asking this nicely, she says. Right. So Catherine's like, no, I don't. Absolutely not. I do not use that emoji. She's like, really? Because I just, you know, in a moment of anger, you know, it's very easy to spread that down to your kids. And I just want to make sure that that's not happening. And Catherine's like, it's not. But, you know, Catherine, in her mind, she's like, I deleted the monkey emoji. Are you fucking kidding? You think I'm telling my kids to use the monkey emoji? The fuck? Okay, I do have some sense. Yeah, I just tell them to use the eggplant emoji. <laughs> yes, now strictly eggplants, okay? Strictly dickly. Just yeah. to keep people off their scent. But um, obviously she's saying that was some racist bullshit. And are you teaching your kids to fucking be racist too? That's what she was saying. It was just yeah. confusing hearing how it was laid out. And it was confusing, I think, to Catherine, who sometimes doesn't understand basic, like, human language. Right. Like, I even think her, she was trying to piece it together. She's like, I think this is somebody saying something bad about me. And then she was like, no, I absolutely do not. And Vanita's like, well, that is refreshing. And Leva and Tati are just watching this all go down. And, uh, you know, she goes, in a moment of anger, it's easy to spread that to your kids. And it's just me wanting to get to know you better and have a relationship. And I want to make sure that's never happening. And yeah. the whole time they have the beautiful music being performed in the background yeah. with the, the instruments. <laughs> it would be great if like the Darth Vader theme, like. Well, actually, I always default. I said earlier, I always default to Brass Monkey. That would be hilarious if they started because of this conversation. It's about the monkey emoji. But actually. <laughs> we, they're playing it and I'm still like what is this conversation about <laughs> yeah, who's not be naming <laughs> so um, anyway Vanita basically was trying to say you did some stupid shit are you still a stupid ignorant idiot you know and Catherine didn't get it so now Catherine's all mad so then we go we all sit down right so well Patricia comes yeah know. And she's like, look at me, pussy in a, pussy in a prom dress. 
Whitney and Whitney, Whitney opens up the Whitney's the chauffeur and he gives her a little walking around money. He's like, call me, call me when you need to pick me up, mom. Yeah. So then um, basically it's time to all sit down and stuff and have this fancy dinner. So Patricia's like, all right, Madison, let me give you a tip. When you hold your drink, make sure your ring, your drink is turned so that people can see your ring. You ready? Let's go sit down at the tea party. Uh, and by the way, I love it when they sit down uh, and he's like, everybody open up your gifts and their cute little um, garden themed earrings, which I was like, what is that? Like dirt? Like what is garden themed earrings? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Seeds. I don't really know. <laughs> Any memes. So they get these earrings and then uh, Marcy's like, I don't got pierced ears. I don't even have pierced ears. And Patricia goes, me neither. My mother always said, she does it like where she's covering her mouth, but she's really making like a finger megaphone. She's like, yeah, my mother always said, yeah. My, mama, my mother always said, loose women have pierced ears. Which by the way, I mean, like how far back do you have to go where that was like a thing? Like, I mean, People now like, you know, give earrings to babies. Like, I mean, like, what are we? I, I, I truly was shocked about that because I thought earrings weren't like considered like day class A. But to Patricia, know. I love. They're like, look at all you sluts around the table. Look yeah. at you. You know that there's a store in the mall called Claire's Boutiques. Back in my day, that was just called Horror Stop. <laughs> he was putting little holes in your ears for men to put things in. Yeah. <laughs> So then she tries to make some kind of speech, but no, all she can do is like remember different pillows that Craig has. Yeah. Like, Deion Sanders once said, <laughs> if you look good, you play good. Yeah. Remember my motto eat, drink, remarry, play good, pay good. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God, that, you are so. They're like laughing too hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like she's like a comic that's been on the road for so long that like they, you know, they don't even have to earn the laughs anymore. <laughs> like she doesn't have to like she could say anything. She could make up it because what she's saying really is kind of sad. Like if she said it in a different tone of like eat, drink, and remarry, and then just stares off into the distance, thinking about all the failed <laughs> relationships, you know, and like everybody's like, yes, your relationships have never worked out. Amazing. Yeah, all it takes is a music change to make this show so depressing because her music is like, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. But it, was, it was just like. Eat, drink, and remarry. So I miss I miss Michael. I see a blank end of the page. No, it's not you. It's me. I never shut up, dude. No, dude. I'm I'm like having I'm a kid in candy store. But wait, is this live right now? By the way, this is live, right? Like, are people watching this live? No one can see it. No, no okay, one can okay. see it. You're like, this, you will ne- this will never air. This will never air. Yeah, you still can't edit things, Jill Zarin. Okay. <laughs> but no, it's being recorded, but I'll put it up later. Um, Ronnie, can I sit on your bed and listen to your podcast later while you're recording? <laughs> thirsty. You thirsty bitch. Get off the bed. Let it work. <laughs> <laughs> the next day after Bobby everybody. died, you pierced your ears and got with that new guy. <laughs> yeah, I heard that when Bobby passed away, the first thing you did was stick a uh, safety pin through your earlobe. All right, you dirty whore. 
<laughs> slut, you slut in my mansion. <laughs> um, so everybody's clinking and Patricia gives some weird speech about like clean slates, like everybody here, what we're gonna do is start with a clean slate. I've never had one of those before. And Love is like, wow. <laughs> Cheers to Patricia's first clean slate, everybody. <laughs> But do you think there was part of me that was like, do you think Patricia pulled uh, Leva aside after it was like, you ever fucking stepped to me like that during filming again? <laughs> if you ever, I said a funny joke with clean slate, you come at me and say, oh, make fun of my clean slate. Fuck you, Leva. Fuck you. Mm. Did the health department show up at your restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would be be sad if a firebomb happened like at uh, Pump. <laughs> So, oh, that was totally Vanderpump, by the way. And oh, I totally. got away with every little lick of that fire. <laughs> I crashed a portion to it two years later. Nobody ever thought the wiser. <laughs> that was 100% Ken, and people just covered for him. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I'll knock your spot uh, clean out. <laughs> yeah. We didn't see the man, but we did hear. Don't break something. <laughs> he was lovingly cradling a dog. <laughs> uh, so then Leva takes her cue and she's like, So, guys, I've already told you the one about my son playing tennis and seeing a butterfly, right? Hilarious. Okay, guys. <laughs> so obviously, there are people like Miss Patricia who want to call Clean Slate, but there might also be people who have issues at the table. So, in the spirit of realness, Let's fix it. And the music's like, dong, 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 And Vanita's like, fine, let's do it one and done. You first, Olivia and Catherine, you second. And they're like, one and done. Like, I mean, it truly felt like a tribunal. I was like, what is going on? I, all this, like, to me, this was out of nowhere, too. I was like, Wait, so we're picking the two people you said, like, ev- I thought it was like everybody. Like, let's go around the table and just say what we're upset with everybody at the table. And you literally single these two ladies out. I think Vanita was like, well, I guess that talk with Catherine didn't seem to make much of a difference. So let's do it at the birthday dinner. So she's <laughs> like, all right, let's do this. And so Catherine's like, is this a challenge? Because we're supposed to be adults. Ow! Oh, my God. I just poked myself in the eye. With my own fingernail. Damn it, that hurt. (laughs) Vanita says, let's have the conversation, Catherine, because I like you too, but I don't know you too. And I'm like, wait a sec. That doesn't make any, like, I like you, but I don't know you. Like, And also the way you're acting, like, you don't like her. You have a reason not to like her. Why are we even still saying that you like somebody in this sentence? Just say, I don't know you. I'm offended by something. Uh, I'd love to see if that's actually who you are or not. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't know you two, but I would like to. And she's like, okay, well, I would love that because I, I want to be friends with you too. And Vanita's like, okay, so can I be uh, present with you first or should I go second? And she's like, what? Are you my doctor? Is this an appointment? <laughs> what? But did you get the feeling they were one-upping each other with like this like like these pause, like I fucking love you to death. And that's why I want to talk. And they're like, no, I love you to death. And that's why I would like you to go for like, they were one upping each other saying these like amazing things, but in this really angry, tense voice. 
Yeah, I still I think Catherine you. doesn't even really know what she's saying. You know, I think she's like, what are we even fighting? And why are we fighting? What is it about? And so, <laughs> but when she said, are you my doctor? Do you have an appointment? Thinking of school, <laughs> you know, when they're like, Catherine, are yeah. you present? It's like, <laughs> that, that's school, Catherine. <laughs> so uh, Vanita's like, no, 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 no. And she goes, because that's very condescending to me. Like, you're doing this, like, pointing at me? Like, what does that mean? And Olivia's like, yeah, I want to really like you, so why are you pointing? <laughs> Whatever. And then Naomi's like, come on, you know, she didn't mean it like that. You guys. And Catherine goes, shut the fuck up, Naomi. You are not worth my time, Naomi. You are not worth it. And Vanita goes, here we go. Here we go. No F-words, please. Yeah. Except for this in with the earrings in, which all of you yeah. are. Yeah. Oh, Catherine's got three piercings in one ear. Triple whore. <laughs> That clean slate didn't last long, did it, F-word user? And so Vanita's like, well, if I didn't want to fix things with you, I would not approach you in front of the entire party. <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't do this on national television if I didn't like you so much. And she's like, I mean, I understand that. And she says, so we need to get back to this. And she goes, I don't need to get back to shit. Sorry. It's easy. It's the birds and the bees and the diet cups and chocolate lovers. Papa <laughs> And that brings us to the end. What an episode. Oh, my God. What a Lord of the Rings uh, storytelling journey we just went on. For real. That was so fun. Thank you for coming on and doing this with me. And thank you for staying two hours. You are. Oh, dude. Like, listen, I, no, truly, I, I don't even say this with any. Like, it truly is a, a, a honor to. Uh, I just, I love you guys so much. And uh, I, I miss, I, I miss you guys. I, I know. Guys. I miss you. I, I don't talk to anybody unless we're doing this. So if everyone's like, why are they talking about push ups on the sink? That's why. No, I know. That's what, is it? That's what I always try to like. Hey, could I have a human connection with you, Ronnie? The deal is because I respect respect you so much i would love to talk to you about push-ups <laughs> let's talk about diet coke and push-ups uh this was <laughs> great love you thank you for being here and everyone here thank you for being here hi and uh we will talk to you next time in the meantime go check out ryan bailey's podcast so bad it's good with ryan bailey everywhere you get your podcast what's your twitter handle just because i don't know uh, it's out at Ryan Bailey 25 and uh, so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey on Instagram and just silliness on there. But uh, and, and I know I might have interrupted uh, Ron and Benny's flow. So thank you so much for uh, listening. If you're still listening. Thank you. You did not ruin a flow. Get out of here. You are the flow. This might as well be a progressive office. You're so flow right now. It's a heavy flow. Thank you. <laughs> heavy flow. Love you, everybody. Yeah, we ended on heavy flow, Ryan. <laughs> Fucking hey, God damn. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. 
She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no Trickolus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no last namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Wee McLovin. Karen McClelland. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys.